1: Happy holidays and welcome to USA Global TV and radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I'm the president, founder, and chief listening officer here at our network where we celebrate elevated listeners. Our show today is The Power of Etiquette and Manners. We have a very special show for you. I'm excited to bring out the star of our show and our guest. But before I do, I just want to announce if you're following me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Yeah. Please help me celebrate and congratulate our team members, our guests, our sponsors who are going to be receiving and have been receiving awards for their incredible contributions. There are some new awards that are coming up that involve this show in particular, which I'm not going to spill the beans yet, so look for an announcement coming later today. All right, let's welcome Mr. Philip Sykes, who has two incredible people with and he's on a beautiful island. Let's find out what he's up to. Hello there.
2: Dr. Jacqueline, as always, it's Friye and it's just a joy to be here with you as always and with two amazing people that I've had the privilege of getting to know and working with and we are here to engage and connect with you and your wonderful audience.
1: Philip, I'm always excited to see you, and I just love what you're doing as the principal and founder of the British School of Excellence. And for people who are wondering, is that a green screen background behind you? You're actually on an island somewhere, about to have some cocktails. I love it. Tell us more.
0: Look at
2: this. Look at this. this is we're on an island. We're we're all the way over in Mauritius. I have a wonderful prayer. Um, Hello? all Hello? the way from the mid part of the island is that yes. correct? correct and javid also from the same area and we on the southwestern coastline in a place called black river as the french say river no uh, uh, river, Noir. Uh, river, Noir. river Noir, black river in in mauritius and it's just the most beautiful island off the african coastline
1: and those drinks look beautiful as well what do you have there
2: uh, we've got, I have no idea. We've yet to take a sip. If you see us fall <laughs> off the bar stool, you know it's strong.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. I love doing this show. Enjoy your drinks. So today yes. we are going to be talking about etiquette and manners as we always do. And I think something that's so important, we actually had a program right before this one of... Uh, the fashion travel and fitness show, and our guest was in Italy, talking about when you travel to other cultures, when you're going to meet with people who live there in that country and how to treat them, how to greet them, things that we need to know. So tell us a little bit about etiquette and manners when traveling.
2: You know, Dr. Jackton that, that is such a great question because coming coming to can you hear us?
1: Yes, we can hear you. We hear you, yes.
2: Can you hear us, Dr. Jacqueline? Yes. So I think well, we lost the wine moments
1: there. We uh, can hear you now. Your
2: question was very much around traveling to different countries and respecting the, the wonderful people of that country. Is that correct?
1: Yes, it is. There seems to be a delay. (laughs) This always happens, I guess, um, periodically. Well, let's remove them for the moment and when they come back. So when you travel to another country, what you might want to do is speak with someone who's from that country, or speak with someone who's an expert about that country, or speak to someone who has expertise and knowledge in the travel industry. Because the last thing that you want to do is show up and disrespect someone. I know when I went to France, I spoke what I could of French, and people really appreciated it. You could see people opening up and, uh, and, Really appreciating the fact that I was trying to speak their language as opposed to just speaking English, which many times as Americans, we just expect, oh, everyone speaks English everywhere in the world. And and that's not the case. So that's one area that you can consider. Another is, and Philip has mentioned this before, that in certain cultures, you don't actually look someone in the eye. You look in the triangle of the face, maybe here or there, but not in the eye. So it's important to understand about cultures and what people appreciate and and what is expected, actually. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that and also about etiquette and manners during the holidays. Here, uh, we are so close to the Christmas holiday in 2022. And of course, New Year's is coming up and a lot of us may or may not be making resolutions. But when you get together with people for the holidays, there are always some tense moments going to the event or during the the event or afterwards. And so we need to be really cognizant of how we're showing up, whether we're traveling or we're going to somebody locally for the holidays. Let's bring back our guests as they are back with us. Hello.
2: A warm welcome again. Hello. Sorry, we got lost here. Were you asking very much about the importance of, you know, etiquette and manners when you show up in someone else's country?
1: Yes. And I was just sharing with people that you have you've told us before that some cultures, they don't like you to look in the eyes. It's that triangle. And then also what the customs are in different countries. And then um, also, if you could talk about going to someone's home for the holidays and some of the etiquette and matters that we need to be aware of there.
2: I think coming here, I think it's a very strong French Mauritian culture. Right. So what would you uh, Priya, say about showing up in your wonderful country?
3: It's mostly about the warmth and the hospitality here. Manners are universal and etiquette, it's more like contextual. But Mauritius has got a mix, like a blend of British culture, French culture. It's like melting pot of cultures. So we've adopted etiquettes from around the world. And here it's more about the warmth of the people, not really sticking to Etiquette is not such a thing here, or like it is when, like, table manners, simple etiquette. But as such, when showing up to someone's place, I think around the world, it's almost the same, like calling the person to know that you can make it or not. But it hasn't been the case always. People show to anybody's place, like relatives, you don't need to ask before coming because it's like your own people. So you show up at their doorstep. And they'll welcome you, like, warmly, there's no need to ask or phone, give a phone, phone call before showing up. It's just like for New Year's, for example, you go and wish Happy New Year to everybody, like your neighbours. So you don't need to call them, you just show, at the, show up at their doorstep, and there we go, Happy New Year. And they'll invite you over for drinks and snacks. Wonderful. It's like a global mm-hmm. village, and, and it's how we bond mm-hmm. with each other.
0: Isn't that just wonderful? What would you add to that? I mean, I'm just adding to what uh, Priya is saying. I mean, uh, compared to um, the rest of the world, etiquette is not um, the onus on the people who are actually going to the to place, but it's more uh, the burden of the person who's actually hosting. Um, someone comes to your doorstep, you are expected to treat them properly. You're expected. You're expected to ask for, for food, mm-hmm. food drinks um, sit down uh, relax and and it's the other way around obviously in um, that's for the for the people but when it comes to more corporate obviously uh, it's more in line with uh, whatever mm. happens in the world but for the island itself it's like uh, we're all family I mean come come over, come over. <laughs> It's just one. Isn't that just wonderful? And I think that's
2: we could learn so much from these amazing smaller communities in this world. And believe it or not, Mauritius, I think as a country goes, is very much um, regarded as in the top six of the safest, most wonderful countries to live in, uh, because it has got multicultural uh, influence from Muslim, from Hindu, from Christian, from Asia. There's a there's a huge Chinese melting pot. Chinese, and it just seems to work. Correct. It does. It does, and we are here at this amazing venue. And and just when Javed and 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 uh, Priya met, they come from the same area, yet they hadn't met before. But there was almost an instant connection, which was so special, <laughs> and and something that was so touching for me. Priya had made some beautiful handmade, what what, what special? What do they call <laughs> that?
3: Laddu. 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 Laddu, which is what? Laddu is, is mercy, an Indian origin kind of round thing. But mine was customized with vermicelli, so it's a vermicelli lactose It's, it's, it's
0: like cooked balls. with milk and and ghee and, yes. and butter, so uh, and and spices, some spices, yeah, well. cardamom, cardamom.
2: And nuts. I'm <laughs> salivating and then Javid knew, he sent me a message a while ago, he said, "Oh, you a chilli fan? I said love chilli. He says "My his body gets nervous because he, he doesn't <laughs> because he loves chilli as well and he's arrived with three different bottles of chilli, level one, two and three. So if I'm not here next week, you'll understand why we can blame Javid for <laughs> taking off to the moon. <laughs>
1: you know it's interesting as we've been watching you the sun appears to have set and now evening is setting in
2: it is absolutely setting in so at the moment we are 4 hours ahead of the united kingdom so in other words we are 9 hours ahead of you dr jacklin 9 hours can you believe that
1: it's no i can't believe it the technology i just it's it's absolutely incredible so both of you are graduates of the train the trainer program and from my understanding each of you had a different idea of what you would be doing with your career and now that you've been able to to graduate you've embraced etiquette and manners into your career tell us more about this
2: over to you let's let's give you the opportunity as ladies first okay (laughs) so
3: i was in a junction that was during the pandemic right yes that we connected and I was trying to figure out what i do with my life and where I would be heading. I just, at that point in time, I think I just finished my MBA program from the University of Monaco. And then I was thinking of shifting to China. Actually, my first vision was opening an etiquette school in China, in Guilin. And that would have helped me to learn more Mandarin. I do speak Mandarin, but a little, like level three, that's not a lot, but I do love languages. I'm a very linguistic person. So that would have helped me to speak Chinese properly. And then at the same time, sharing the skills of etiquette with the Chinese people. Uh, that was my first vision. But then as COVID creeped in, the vision has sh- like shifted. And I thought, why not making an etiquette school in Mauritius itself? That's where I started looking for etiquette schools online. And I got blessed by the British School of Etiquette because Philip is such a wonderful, he's very much of a people's person. He made us feel at ease and at home on screen. And he, he's such a vibrant person. He exudes so much warmth. And I could feel a sense of belonging already. When I was on those five-day course, It was as if a family was getting together and from then on though plans shifted i got the chance to work with kids doing communicate like communication skills and public speaking eventually and then i thought why not give them a mix of etiquette and communication skills because kids are the ones who really need the basics of etiquette to be able to flourish into complete and well-groomed human beings and be able to, of course, make their parents proud, how fine manners they've got. And that was a chance for me to share my knowledge with them and bring etiquette with their speaking skills. And that's on the road I'm up to for the time being.
1: What a beautiful journey. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I love the pure joy in your face. And, Philip, every time people are just talking about how you have changed their lives. You're, you're so down to earth. You're really the ultimate polished professional. And at the same time, you're just so heart centric and easy to speak with.
3: Thank you. That's very touching. Uh,
2: it's, it's a joy. And as you always say, you and I both, Dr. Jacklin, are always overly amazed at the level and quality of people that walk through the door. It's just it goes without saying it's, a, it's top level. Um, And, you know, we're just scratching the surface with all these amazing professionals who have been on that journey. Uh, So it's fascinating. And it's just so beautiful to see how I've always used that term like an orchid or what do you call these flowers?
3: Hibiscus. Hibiscus. Hmm? Hibiscus.
2: It's hibiscus, right? The beautiful hibiscus flower which we've got here in our cocktail. That closes up at night, right? When it gets cool, and then it opens up in the day. And this is what this opportunity is all about. Um, it really and truly is. And I would love to give Javid's view on, on your journey and where you are right now in your life. Um,
0: my, my life has been very um, a corporate, very corporate. Life. Um, spent 20 years with businesses and helping businesses. Um, rebrand or revitalize businesses. Basically, companies that have been around and doing the same things with the same outcomes and i realized that most of of the uh, of the leaders and executives even if they were very very good technically but they they there was something there that that needed to be polished and there i have been i have come across several uh, events or incidents where big deals were didn't go through because something you know somewhere happened and uh, the other party, uh, was not just too comfortable to, to pursue the conversation, because in terms of uh, um, etiquette or manners, they were just not aligned. Um, if I may, I, I just share that, that trigger that, that, that pushed me to say, okay, I need to get trained uh, into it, in, in etiquette so that I can impart whatever knowledge to other people. Is uh, There was one uh, gentleman who was the uh, chairman of a of a reasonably um, decent company and he was on the on the point of, of, of you know signing of a big deal I mean, big deal I mean decent deal about 25 million dollar deal and you know all his team had been working on, on that deal and it was almost there but then obviously <clears throat> sorry it was the, uh, the uh, they were invited for over uh, for dinner and the Signature. The deal would, was supposed to be signed after that dinner, and uh, the gentleman was—they uh, they were serving seafood, and the, the gentleman uh, got a tiger prawn, which mm. is you know um, about this big. And I was sitting at, at at I was at that dinner, and I was telling myself, you know what? You—we've done—we've put in so much effort in this in this in this exercise. It took us six months, right? Negotiation. And, and I was, you know, in marketing, we have something called the self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you tell, uh, you tell a person, okay, don't do this, otherwise you'll become something. And then I was telling myself, hey, don't, don't do this. <laughs> and, and, and I was praying that he would at least, even if he didn't know how to eat that, that tiger prawn, just push it aside and just eat the vegetables. And he didn't. I, I, I thought he was a bit too excited to see that dagger prawn. And I can tell you, he put the whole thing in his mouth. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. And you had all these things coming out of his mouth. And I was like, oh, my God. He's going to kill the deal. He's going to kill the deal. And he did kill. Oh my hat! Oh it's my incredible. gosh! And this is when, uh, this is where I, that was um, two years ago, just before the COVID. And I was like, okay, there's something in there. Even if people who are very good technically, I mean, you know, you have these smart people who've gone to these top universities, who've spent so much time trying to build a business from scratch. But when it comes to you know to that next level, there's something because they 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 haven't been trained. Yeah. They're just uh, smart people to run a business. They know mm-hmm. how to make money. They know they've got lots of money. They've got people working for them, but they are in control. But when it comes to other people, you know, when it comes to people who are you know at the same and business deals discussions are at a different level, and all these. Different um, simple things can either make or break, and most often it does break. And this is why I thought um, there is they, they need some kind of help. And unfortunately, I mean, for us in Mauritius, uh, because formal British etiquette has not been too much. You know, it's not um, too much present. It's not instilled, it's not instilled, not instilled in, land, in the yeah, culture yeah. because from an island, you know, it's a very relaxed. Uh, mindset. I mean, back, yeah, uh, mindset. I mean, very laid-back mindset. I mean, you drop something, it's okay. I mean, life... It, it does... It, it does <laughs> things do, do happen. But that's from a lifestyle point of view. Yeah. From a very social point of view. But when it goes to that next level, when it's called business, when it leads to business decisions, mm-hmm. then you're expected to, you know, to follow certain rules. And I think this is where I thought, because, and it was not that that first person. I mean, there were so many people. I, this is why I got I became, I became very mindful about this. Mm-hmm. I started looking around, and I became very um, critical. So I, I, in fact, I did started with a checklist to see how many clients were actually, you know, very um, proficient in property care, mm-hmm. and most, weren't. most were, not most were not. Even I've got clients in, in Mauritius, but also in, in many countries, and most were not. Then I said, okay, this is where it, the, the, the the it's not working. Disconnect. There's a disconnect, and obviously it does impact on the businesses. Yeah. So basically, just to round it off, it, this is why I said, okay, um, there's no school for for ticket. There's no one who is actually you know trained to do that. Those people who are aware are hidden somewhere in-house in a couple of companies or not. And this is where I think I, if I may, let me get trained into that. And let me help these people. And this is where I started. Okay, it took me a year because the COVID came. And then I started looking around. It took me a year to bump into this British School of healthcare. And I must tell you... That was the best decision I took in my life. You don't learn learn too many things, but you learn the right things. Mm -hmm. What a a a
1: fabulous story. I I can just say being in corporate for for almost all my career and all those dinners that i attended that people make major faux pas they don't think anyone's watching their behavior as their food is coming out of their mouth and they're slurping there's all these things that people do and yet somebody is watching because somebody has etiquette and manners and thinks to themselves these people are going to be extensions of me of my business of my brand And um, I love the initiative that you took after watching this disruptive behavior and deciding you were gonna do something about it. And a question I have for you, I think it's important for everybody who attends business dinners, there are some questions that I have, I would love for the three of you to to address. So the first is you are a guest of someone who has um, a budget for entertainment and they are, they've invited you for a business dinner. Should you order the most expensive food on the plate, on the menu? Should you order every course? Should you uh, order an expensive bottle of wine? What are your thoughts on this?
2: Just go for gold. Go go big or go home, Doctor Jeff. And just
1: smash it, all blazing.
2: Go for the Filipino. Go for that Hit it hard. <laughs> I I think um, and I think I'm just if I may. Uh, yeah, be be respectful. You don't necessarily need to go for the cheapest meal on the on the on the menu, but just be respectful, be mindful. And I think one of the rules of engagement around the business dinner at a restaurant is to sort of. Find out through small talk what people are, what catches their eye, what 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 tickles their fancy. Chat to the host. Say what do you what do you feel for? Is there anything you recommend? And take some guidance and steering from from your fellow sort of members at the at the at the table. And then try and stick within reason um, on the order front. And and I know this is is very sort of there's a big divide. You get these huge corporate lunches or dinners that money's no object, so to speak. There's a budget and they can throw throw the budget, everything at the budget. But there are those medium to small companies where they're watching the pennies, but the, the the lunch or the dinner is really important. But that's where we need to be vigilant. Would you would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. And and again, this is exactly where just as both Javed and Priya were alluding to, you and you said so, Dr. Jacqueline, is you never know who's observed, and you're always under observation whether you like it or not.
3: Any exactly. finding add, Dr. Jacqueline? Thanks um it would be like very wise when doing your choices not to take things like the tiger prawns if you don't know how to handle them so you better go for something which is decent and you know how to handle already so that
1: would be the way to go
2: great guidance
1: wonderful how does one handle eating a tiger prawn or something that when you break maybe a lobster and and it kind of sprays on people. What is the appropriate way to well, eat if that? If we had a shape
2: available, I'd ask him to prepare one for us. <laughs> wouldn't
1: that <have> <laughs> to go with to your, your cocktails?
2: Um, from my experience, I would always hold the end, the tail end, and with my fork, take the flesh out. In other words, the flesh moving toward the head of the prawn. That's what I would suggest. Or even, you know, if it's crayfish or lobster. And if it hasn't, look. A good chef will inevitably remove the flesh from from the tiger prawn or from um, the lobster or crayfish in a decent fine fine restaurant. If they haven't, literally just hold the hold the end of the tail, take your fork and lift the flesh out. It, but if it's properly cooked, it'll peel away from the shell and just move it toward the head. Then, as Jabba suggested, just pop there and use your knife and fork to eat the flesh of, of the tiger prawn or the crayfish or lobster.
1: Should you use your napkin as a shield
2: most restaurants funny, I don't know if it happens here in Mauritius, but the places I've been exposed to they tend to bring you an apron or a bit. True, true. I, mean, I don't know I, I mean, don't know if you if you experience that here. Not
3: really Mauritius, no but around the world. Around
2: the world, yeah. You know, I mean I would hold a napkin here to stop. I mean Jabber, I'm more casual, but Javid's wearing a bib, and these amazing guests are wearing fine fine clothing. I wouldn't want to ruin my top anyway, which is out of interest from South Carolina. I've just got to share that with everyone. <laughs> um, Isle of Palms. You can see the Isle of Palms logo over there. <laughs> so there. In different countries. But yeah, I think I would hold my napkin up here if I was you know, not trying to splash. But yeah, I wouldn't be too concerned. I'd keep my napkin on my lap, but um, hopefully there's not much splashing of juices. I think spaghetti bolognese or spaghetti, to tomato spaghetti, then that's a different ballgame.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It does. Now, a follow-up question that I have, again, just centered around a business dinner is should the Conversation start off about the deal, or is it let's have some small talk, let me get to know you. Some people are going to be focused on are we getting the deal or not? And they might want to go right into it with that big fillet and that big drink, whatever. But what are your thoughts? What's the appropriate way to handle that? Well,
0: from I don't know if the if it's the right or the wrong answer, but from my experience, most people who Went, went straight into serious business talk? they killed those deals. Mm. Yeah. Because they, at, at some stage, you know, the different cultures, Mauritius, uh, I mean, my experience in Mauritius in East Africa and even in Middle East, uh, when they take you for dinner, it most often the discussions about the deal has already happened. Mm. And it's just like, you know, to sublimate to, to make it sublime, you know, just to the cherry and the cake, that's the dinner. And obviously the the it's like the last score to say whether technically, financially everything is said, most probably it's there. But in terms of into inter, interpersonal relationship, is it going to work? In terms of uh, not it not really etiquette, but you know they, they need to People think whether, well, in terms of socially, are they going to connect? Business-wise, they can connect. Financially, they can connect. But can they connect socially? And they wait for that last you know, cherry on the top. And if that doesn't connect, many of these uh, deals do get, you know, don't go through. Mm. And um, second thing is how fast. Whether it's not how fast is whether you need to bring up any business. Uh, Subjects uh, during a, a deal uh, mm. in a during a um, a dinner anyway uh, obviously there is just a dinner when you are meeting the first uh, person for the first time and you are raising the question of deal for the first time that's okay at some stage you are expected during over dinner that that subject will be taken taken uh, up but if it's a subject that has already been discussed um, before the dinner I wouldn't recommend.
3: I, I, couldn't
0: I would agree from, that. Yeah, it's a small talk, right? It's that
2: building that rapport, building that trust and building that connection just to assess this incredible ability to connect on a social level. Um, and again, I think this, from from my experience, it forms a platform of trust because as Javid just said, and Korea, 100% is nodding your head in agreement, the fact that There's a business opportunity there. There's a deal that's been put together. There's an opportunity for them to work together. But working together doesn't necessarily mean that we connect, right? And there will be maybe a falling out because of a personality disagreement or someone doesn't connect on that level. So, Dr. Jacqueline, that small talk, and it's not just small talk. This is all, as we always call it, big talk. It's connecting, and it's building those groundworks.
1: Brilliant. Thank you all. Um, A follow-up question to that is how personal do we get so we're trying to connect and we want to get to know each other but where do we draw the line in terms of the questions that we're asking that you might feel uncomfortable so i can say to you oh i understand that you live here or i understand you're married or you have children but then from that surface level how deep do we go
3: i can try on that let's
2: let Priya let go for gold on this one
3: it's better to play safe so no politics no religion for women especially never to ask like are you married or not married don't like we never get too personal we we usually talk about general things like how things we mostly talk about hobbies What what do you like are you liking the food maybe we talk about the men the menu uh we try to make small conversations around general uh, like happenings if it's
2: yeah, not to offend not, not to, to offend. offend you don't want to you don't want to put yourself in a, in a point uh, or a, a situation where you you overstep the mark and i think this is where alcohol can play a, a major negative part in in any sort of business luncheon or dinner is once you've had one too many you, you know you, what do they say in french uh, loose lips uh, then uh, you, you, is it, one. what's it of the tongue? Yes, yeah. but the, the, the long. The, the, they ships. Yes. The, yeah, you know, all of a sudden, the more the more you consume alcohol, then you get looser lips, and you start to just blah 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 blah, and you start to become brave, or you feel like a bit bulletproof, and that can only sit you put you in a very very awful predicament. And I'm sure all of us could share a story along the lines of where someone's put their foot in it because they've overstepped the mark, or they've said something that they thought was funny, but actually had very serious sort of uh, innuendos, but not meaning it like that, but it's just come out the wrong way.
1: Yeah, I, I think you bring up another good point, which is that we don't know what's going to offend someone else, especially when we're meeting with people from different cultures, and what we might think is really hilarious
0: is actually offensive. Absolutely. What are you going to share? Uh, if I may, Dr. Jack, and I, I think uh, whether it was prior to COVID or during COVID, um, I think um, people are, are a bit less sensitive to what other people are thinking or how they react. And obviously, uh, as much as we try to, you know, try to remain rigid and, you know, focus, but we are all humans. I mean, we are uh, social animals and, and, and relationships are built not on... Uh, while walk, walking on eggs. But there is a, you know, and not an effort, but, um, you know, you take a risk sometimes. You take a calculated risk, said, okay, let me try to, you know, be a bit more personal. And in my opinion, I don't know if uh, we, uh, Philip would agree with that, but you take a little risk. And if ever there is some kind of response, yeah. positive, owning it. If positive, then obviously you'd get. That response from the other party but if the uh, the the response is negative then you know you know there is a, a an extent to which you we should go you know you're 100 right and i think
2: actually just exactly what job and you hear how both priya and and javed connect with you for example doctor if i may interject so it's again a choice of polished language skills if i may ask you Javed, uh, is this your first marriage he wouldn't find is this your first marriage, or if I'm, for example, oh, and zip. yeah, but you know, hypothetically, um, so you've got to be careful about the questions you're asking, but using polished language skills that don't come across as intrusive or sort of very direct can really make a difference as well.
1: Thank you, and if you find uh, looking at someone's body language, they seem to obviously. Do you apologize? Do you keep going down that line of questioning or do you just change the subject?
2: Change the subject. Move on and don't even apologize because we can apologize once, then move on. Don't keep apologizing. I'm so sorry, Asya, I'm so sorry. And bringing it back up. Just say, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to overstep the mark. Uh, Tell me about your latest holiday or what are your hobbies or what do you enjoy doing outside work? Then you shift the subject and you move in a different direction.
3: Excellent. Good direction. Dr. Like Jacqueline, yeah, please. that's when I really think a certain level of emotional intelligence is required. Like that it, Your empathy, you put yourself in the shoes of the other person. So how would you have felt at that point in time? So it's very, in every kind of maybe like social gathering or is it at home, on every level, like you, certain amount of emotional intelligence is like some a prerequisite, I should Absolutely. say, to, to know where you should step in and where you should step back, and how would the other person feels, because feelings are the same whether you are in Mauritius or in US or in China. We're still human beings, and we still feel like you know it gets touchy at times, and maybe the circumstances you're living in at that point in time, we're not maybe we're not connecting, but we should maybe more be understanding and empathetic on those
2: wonderful both wonderful answers really wonderful
1: absolutely thank you i'd like to talk a little bit about what's going on in terms of my observations i can tell just from driving on the road people are kind of frantic they're they're getting more and more anxious as the holidays come closer and closer. And this manifests itself in many ways, whether it's somebody cutting you off on the road or screaming out the window or this just happened to me. I was at the drive through of the pharmacy picking up my medicine and the pharmacist wasn't even there. I was at the, They weren't there. And the people behind kept blowing the horns, all of them blowing the horns. And I thought, oh, my gosh, these people are they've got to calm down. But yet we get so nervous because of the holidays, we're going to see someone, we're going to someone's house, we're by ourselves, we don't have anyone to see, we don't have money, but we're expected to give gifts. So what are some things that people can take away when it comes to etiquette and manners? Number one, if you are that person who is teetering on the brink of losing it, or if you're on the other side and you are receiving it, who wants to take that one?
0: You, you, the local drivers, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the last one to ask this question because uh, now the the um, i I mean I think I think it's a very normal thing uh, for people not to be able to control their emotions. I mean, sometimes we said, okay, <clears throat> it's very easy to say, okay, you should control your emotions, but it's more um, easier said than done. And one thing that I learned, which I I, I, I picked up during the, the course with Philip, is to slow down. Slow down, meaning, meaning that okay, even if you're talking to people, you're doing whatever you're doing, is to slow down and take care to uh, think of what you're doing, what are the implications are going to be, and whatever you're going to do after. It. And <clears throat> even if I've I'm, I'm usually very very fast-moving person. But for the last couple of weeks, I, I've been working on that. I've been slowing down. And I can tell you my attitude, including at the office, with my clients, with friends, and even on the roads. Uh, it, it, it's very interesting you, you've mentioned that. Uh, even on the roads, my attitude has changed as well. So it's not even... Yes, it's about the ticket to the behaving, but one thing is when you learn to slow
3: down, things happen absolutely. Couldn't agree, I love that. What is your input on this? I, I really, I really cool. think that the vibe that you exude does reflect on yourself at the end of the day because by the smile you give, some like a smile, you just you're smiling at somebody, it won't be that probable that the the, per- the other person would like to swear at you because I've been having those kinds of instances a lot back home. And I can tell you, at times I've been making blunders on the road and I say, oops, sorry. Like, I'm, re- like, I'm really sorry at that time. I'm, I'm not like, it's not like a fake apology or anything. And then people say, okay, 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 go, okay, go, 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 go. Like, you know, it's also the energy you give to people is the, the thing that reflects back to you. Of course it's not always the case because people like you telling us being frantic on the road and then getting you know in the, in the heat of the moment you want to reach the destination and it's all in the heat of the season like going for festivities you know and then i guess you are the one to control yourself you try to be the best person that you can give to others and you can give to yourself and then we try to deal with others as much as we can
2: I Thank love you. that. No, I love that. And the thing is as well, think about how you will feel at the end when you get to your destination, if you're hooting a horn at someone and you're driving like a maniac. And as David said, just slow down. I love it. I love all cultures, and, and I've been privileged to spend quite a lot of time in Italy, and I've always wondered if the Italians drive like that just because they're going to get an extra espresso at the other end <laughs> because they just sit down there, and it's manana, manana, and they, they're so laid back. But give them a steering wheel and a gearbox. Oh, my hat. You just it's just you've got to just duck and dive. It's just extraordinary. But going really on a serious note, use your six-second rule. Slow down and let people into the traffic. It's not going to make that. i one. I, I it's a difference to you getting there one minute late or one minute early.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I appreciate all of your answers. I I think it's also about uh, self-awareness. And just to go back to the example I gave, because I think it's a, a one that really, for me, was a, a learning. So it took me 20 minutes to get to that pharmacy. Then I had to wait in line behind other people in, in the car. Then I got up to the window. And then of course, when the pharmacist came, they couldn't give me the medication. So the whole thing took about an hour. And as I was about to to hit the gas and go, I thought, well, how are you going to deal with this? Are you going to be furious? Like, I can't believe I wasted all this time in Or are you going to just say, "Okay, this didn't work out the way I would have liked it to, but I'm not going to get out of the car and scream at those people. I'm not going to yell at the pharmacist and I'm not going to drive home angry. But yet so many times that's what people do. They wear their anger like, look at me, I'm angry because it didn't work out the way I wanted. Sorry, it didn't work out next time, maybe it will. But I think if we're aware of how we are showing up and in that same scenario, and I'd love for you to comment on this, had I gotten out of the car and gone to the other drivers and screamed and yelled at them, who knows what could possibly have happened. We could have a weapon or follow me home. If I screaming out the pharmacist, maybe the pharmacist is going to be so upset that they're not able to do their work properly, count out the number of pills for the next prescription. So everything we do can impact someone that can impact someone else. What are your thoughts?
2: You summed it up beautifully. I mean, um, yeah, I think, would you agree with what Dr. Jackson is um, saying?
0: I mean, perfect. I mean, we, we discussed last time. They, sometime back, a very uh, wise gentleman shared with me uh, that, that equation, E R O, E R O. E-R-O. E-R-O uh e E for event r for response o for output let's put it uh, if we put it into the the same context after you're talking someone bumped into your car that's an event so you there's nothing you can change in that but your response is going to define the output the outcome so response one is you go out and start shouting and you start Violent or whatever it is, verbally aggressive, what is the likely outcome you would expect? Obviously, that other person will react, will respond, and most probably you'll end up with a fight. If you go out, that's for the response one, we'll have that outcome. If you go out and say, that, okay, we bumped in, uh, into each other, accidents do happen. Yeah. This is why uh, insurance are there for you. Your insurance will take care of your car. My insurance will take care. What about the mechanism? At last, uh, uh, as long as no one is injured, everyone is safe. Okay, let's insurance do the bit. As long as are safe, now we can go. So the outcome of we was that person who is listening to you we said, "Okay, the gentleman or whoever came out that even we do not have any control." But we did have a response and the outcome, uh, the outcome from a verbally aggressive outcome suddenly becomes OK, an OK outcome. And this is why I think the, the, this equation, um, I've tried to, to, um, to implement it in different areas and it, and it works wonders. It's a brilliant, it's such a great word. So it's E R O. E R O E R O arrow.
2: I love it. Just phenomenal. And you know, it's interesting um, on this note is just before leaving for Mauritius, you one obviously hopefully has a bit of time to go and think about a few gifts to, to get for loved ones. And I know it's a frantic time, especially this time of year around the world, and people are rushing around last minute shopping. And you tend to find there's a bit of attitude or aggression within their persona, their body language. And I just, I, I think I posted a video the other day that if you go in with beautiful energy into a store and you greet the doorman and you greet the, the the woman or the gentleman who's going to serve you with gorgeous energy, you pay them a nice compliment. Oh my hat! It just things start to just happen for you. And and I, and I know it because I do it every single time. And I it's 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 like. Yeah, it's just like this incredible energy, and the reaction is just so wonderful. Generally, nine and point nine times out of ten. Yeah. Magic. It's magic.
1: I love that expression, oh, my hat. I've never heard that before. That's <laughs> so.
2: What my brother fabulous. uses it. As, I, mean, I think it's a polite way not to swear. Oh, my hat. <laughs>
1: I'm going to start using that if you don't mind. Oh, my hat. Well, oh, my hat. We are out of time. We have another show right after this. So I just want to share with our audience that you really are live on location. Some of the noise that you're hearing is from the wind, and that's okay because it's reality. They're they're outside on a beautiful island, and you also have drinks, but they're mocktails, right?
2: Yeah, tonight they mocktails because we just wanted to still speak some form of sense tonight. <laughs> we wanted to speak a bit of sense too. Hopefully it made some sense. Uh, it's just such a joy to have two incredible people uh, in our presence. It really is. It's actually, it's a privilege of note. They've traveled just over an hour and something to be here uh, all the way across the island. We're in the southwest of the island in Black River, as I mentioned, at this wonderful little location called La Mariposa, which is a beautiful little boutique hotel right on the seashore, and they've been so hospitable to us because, again, with the right sort of energy, I asked the manageress, could she accommodate us? She jumped over hurdles to sit up, set up a lovely little stool for each of us and a, a high table uh, on this amazing rooftop terrace uh, in this incredible environment. So we're blessed all around. We
1: are. And you know what, Philip, we would love to feature their property. If you want to speak to the manager, they should come on Fashion, Travel, and Fitness so that we can actually have a look at their property there.
2: Let's do that. That would be such a joy to be able to do that.
1: Well, I'm going to highlight the three of you again and any holiday message, greeting, anything you want to leave our audience with, as well as how people can contact you and who you would like to reach out to you.
3: Over to you. There we go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's hope 2023 is going to be awesome for you all. May all your goals and loved ones be with you, and let everybody prosper.
2: And how can people
3: contact you? Oh, yes. So on my Instagram, it's priya 2709 or maybe by, through the mail, priya 2709 at gmail.com. I'm even on Facebook.
2: Priya Hari. Priya Hari. Yeah. Thank Do you, you so it much. It? Incredible, amazing, amazing young
1: lady. Thank you. And I love Josh. how you refer to Instagram as the Gram. That's my new thing right. now.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Javed, go ahead. Um, uh, my, my wish is very simple. I mean, we whatever the, the stories out there, I, my belief is we've got only one life and we should live it in a way that one life should be enough. So let's work towards that and treat each other with uh, with manners, with decency and if we treat each other well, suddenly life becomes totally different becomes magical and I do hope after two and so um, two years of COVID, people do want to go out, people mm-hmm. do want to connect So um, and people do want to relationships and I think with etiquette and, and proper manners, we could end up being uh, building up very meaningful relationships. And this is all the all the in French it's a vous souhaite. It's all the all the bad that I can I can wish you is to build a uh, meaningful relationship. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And how can people reach out? Well my I can be rich on my uh, Email is J- uh, Javed, J-A-V-E-D, at the, T-H-E, Cerebro, C-E-R-E-B-R-O, dot net. Javed, at the Cerebro, I'm also on uh, LinkedIn, Javed Bola, B-O-L-A-H. Wonderful,
2: wonderful. And from me and on behalf of both these two incredible people and from the island of Mauritius, just warmth, greetings, love, kindness. Be, be, be who you are. Be genuine. Turn up. Be mindful and really, really make an effort to connect with one another over this festive season. Get rid of your digital technology. Be in the moment and embrace every single moment and just joy, happiness and go out there and do a random act of kindness for people, especially in the world the way it is right now. Go out there and just do something unbelievable.
1: Thank you so much. Before I let you go, I just want to share an announcement. Uh, Philip, you have a wonderful team of people who work with you, and I work with one of them on a regular basis, Leanne, and she has joined our team as a certified elevated listener. Leanne, tell us a little bit about uh, the work that she does for the British School of Excellence and also for you.
2: Yeah, uh, Leanne, Leanne you know as I think we've we've discovered through our conversations personally that when you put something out into the universe genuinely and you you need or want something to cross your path and, and and make a difference that is Leanne Leanne came on board just before covid to do train the trainer and then went back to Poland having moved there just before covid from a warm country you can imagine how challenging that was and so Leanne came on board and to train the trainer then to take on the Polish the Poland uh, partnership but there was a bigger picture there Leanne has come on board as really running operations behind the scenes connecting with people reaching out to people she does so many different things and wears so many different hats in the organization she is a godsend and, and a huge blessing um, in my life in the business's life and in other people's lives she is she means what she puts her money where her mouth is and she just gets on with it
1: she is highly professional and she's very responsive and she makes things happen so i'm super excited that she has joined our team and also philip i'll make another announcement for those of you who are not aware we have a children's book series which is through my other business dr jacqueline llc and we've released two books and i'm getting to what it has to do with philip and leanne um the book covers you see here include animals. And each one of these animals represents a real human being who is a certified elevated listener. So for example, the book that's available right now in paperback and also ebook, The Amazing Adventures of Lady Ella, The Listening Mentor, the ladybug represents me, and it's dedicated to my great niece. Her name is Ella. And the cow is my sister. Debbie Wilson. So each one of these animals represents someone. The second book is available now for pre-order. And the third book is going to feature the British School of Excellence, Philip and Leanne, and some of our other Elevated Listener team members. So thank you, Philip and Leanne and the British School of Excellence for everything that you and I will announce it now. This show, The Power of Etiquette and Manners, has earned the award of the top TV series on USA Global TV and Radio for 2022. So congratulations to you all there.
2: Amazing! Wow. 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 It's not down to me. It's down to everyone that comes on the show and down to you, Dr. Jack, and the opportunity and the privilege that we have to be on the show. So that just gives me goosebumps. And all I can say is a huge thank you.
1: Well, thank you. And you will be getting your certificate soon. And we're having an award ceremony next month. They haven't announced it yet, but I just really appreciate you and all of the wonderful people, the two you have here today that you bring to this platform. The work you're doing, what you're putting out into the world is absolutely so needed and appreciated. So thank you again to each and every one of you.
2: Dr. Jacqueline, let us, on behalf of three of us, have the most wonderful Christmas with your mom and your loved ones. We're thinking of you all the way from almost the other side of the world. And so looking forward to seeing how 2023 unfolds. Cause I know it's going to be in a, a phenomenal year.
1: Well, thank you again for taking this journey. And I really am just every Friday. I'm super excited for this show and to see you Philip, and to meet the wonderful alumni you have. So job and Priya, Thank you again for being here. We'd love to have you join our team as Elevated listeners as well. And please order a real drink right now. Go and have some fun.
0: Thank you. <laughs> ne- ne- next time you should do your show from Mauritius. From Mauritius, Dr. Jekyll, on your right. world tour. <laughs>
1: okay, let's work on that. Thank you again. God bless Thank you, you and happy holidays. Bye. Good
3: health, everyone. Chin, chin, bye chin, chin.
1: Oh, I just love what I do. It's it's such a joy. We started our show before this. We were in Italy, now Mauritius, and we're soon going to London. So Authentic Achievements is at a new time for today. That's with Kim Adele Randall. And uh, it worked out well for everyone because we had Juanita Harvin, who was joining us from Italy and and, uh, was able to meet with us In the last hour. So stay tuned. We'll be right back in the next uh, about 10 minutes because we're running a little bit late. But we look forward to bringing you another wonderful show, followed by Talking Heads with Dr. Madeline Chan. And after that, the United Kitchens. Ricky McKenna is on holiday today, our celebrity chef. She'll be back next week. That will be followed by The Listening Mentor with our star, Caroline Heward, and presenting Pet Psychic Amina, starring Pet Psychic Amina. So we'll see you shortly. And again, thank you, and every one of you who are making this possible by watching our shows, by commenting, by joining our team. I invite each and every one of you to join our team as an elevated listener. I forgot to mention, how do you do that? It's so easy. Take the Power of Listening foundational course. This is actually one course now. It was $257. It's now $39. And what you will learn from this is that we all have room for improvement when it comes to learning how to listen, especially when the holidays come. You can go over to drjacklyn.thinkific.com slash collections and just sign up for the course. And maybe a few years ago, had I not worked on my own listening skills, my own self-care, my own etiquette and manners, I might have lost it in that example that I gave with the pharmacy because everybody behind me was losing it. And when you lose it, you don't feel good about yourself. At least that's how I feel. I think to myself, oh my goodness, I can't believe I lost control like that. I feel so upset with myself. You learn how to listen, you learn how not to react. You've seen people have meltdowns, right? We watch it, and you just think to yourself, oh my goodness. I'm going to give them grace because obviously they're going through something and they just don't know how to deal with it. We don't want to be those people. So, again, go ahead and sign up and join our team. We would love to have you. All right. Thank you again. Happy holidays. We'll be back shortly.